one of the smart things that I did was sort of just like jump in head first because I think that the slower that I went into it, that I wouldn't have gotten as far as I am today. However, I have a, an a tendency, a tendency to be kind of impulsive <laughs> and there's a lot of now, especially with social media and like influencers and people doing like online business services. Are you ready to hear business stories and learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and level up your business from awesome CEOs, entrepreneurs, and founders without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresh values your time and is ready to share with you the valuable info you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO Podcast, and I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Alyssa Grogan of the Rogue Pedal Co. Alyssa, it's great to have you on the show. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Super, super excited to have you on. And before we jump in, I want to read a little bit more about Alyssa so you can hear about all the awesome things that she's doing. Alyssa started the Rogue Pedal Co. in 2019 when she found a niche in the wedding market. And after creating artificial flower floral arrangements for her wedding to cut costs, she found that the flowers were not only cost-effective, but the ability to look realistic were very low maintenance on the day and proved to be a sustainable floral option. The Rogue Petal Co. focuses on upscale and artificial and dried floral arrangements for weddings via pre-designed collections or custom wedding orders created with clients from scratch. They also create keepsake art pieces, 2D and 3D floral art. Alyssa, great to have you on the show again. Are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Well, let's do it then. So to kind of kick everything off, I wanted to rewind the clock a little bit and uh, hear a little bit more about what I call your CEO story. We'll let you start with all the awesome work you're doing. Okay. Um, so I guess I just got started in 2019 after I had my wedding the year before that. And I've always been a crafter. Um, like I've always painted and just done like DIY everything. And um, I was trying to be more budget friendly for my own wedding. Um, and I decided I was gonna do paper flowers, but then I realized how time consuming those were. So I um, kind of dove into the artificial flower aspect of like just going, looking online and um, going to different local craft stores. And I put together my arrangements and they were, you know, not cheap per se, but like much cheaper than having to hire a florist. and um, then when I had my wedding, everybody was surprised that they were artificial. And a couple months later, um, my friend approached me and asked me to do the artificial flowers for her wedding. And I thought, hmm, I could make this into a thing. And then slowly and lots of time and, um, and implementing of processes and trial and error, I've, um, am doing this part-time, um, and making flower arrangements. I've done like probably at least 30 to 35 styled shoots um in the last like year and a half and I've done over 50 weddings so it's been fun <laughs> yeah absolutely and I love obviously you know how everything came about and you were able to kind of create it you know based off the experience that you had you know during your wedding and how everything kind of had just blossomed from there and, and so many times I, I say um if you kind of serve yourself and you know provide really great and high quality you know opportunity for yourself sometimes you find out that so many other people can take advantage of it as well Mm -hmm, absolutely. And I feel like with the wedding industry, it's kind of a common theme, like, because, you know, a lot of people get married and with the internet now, there's a lot of people doing their own DIY and they, when they find that they're good at it and they can maybe turn it into something, it seems like a lot of people 
um, have started their their wedding vendor businesses that way. Yeah, so it sounds like the key to, to maybe starting a, a thriving business is to, to get married and then maybe things will lead from there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so um, I, I know you touched on it as well, and, and I did, you know, when I read your bio, could you take us through a little bit more on your process, how you work with your clients and how you serve them? Oh, uh, yeah. Well, I at first I kind of just like dove right in um, to it. And I just the one thing that I knew that I was good at or I knew more about was social media and like Instagram. So I kind of started there. And then with Instagram, you can do like a lot of virtual networking. So I met a lot of um, local wedding vendors in the area. And one of the great things about the wedding industry is that you can work with photographers that want to get um, like build up their portfolio. And then you can work with a bunch of wedding vendors to sort of do like fake weddings mm -hmm. and they call them, you know, styled shoots and you provide your product and other vendors provide their products. And then together you create this like beautiful scene that you can use in your portfolio. And I just kind of like jumped in with that. And then as I was branching um, and meeting these new people in the area, then I started to get my clients and I kind of just like, it was just trial and error. But after the first year, so like through all of 2019, I realized that with like the artificial flowers, I wanted to do something since it was just me, um, that was more, um, like a streamlined process, like not, I don't have an Etsy shop. I have my own website. Um, but instead of having just, they give me their ideas and it kind of being abstract, I wanted to create something that was a visual, a visual for them. Um, so I built collections that, um, are on my website that clients can choose from and they can kind of like manipulate them and change the colors, but it, it works a lot easier for me if they go right on my website, pick what they want and they click to order. So I do it a lot that way with weddings, but I also do um, like full custom orders too. But that's the main way that they either reach out to me via my website with a contact form, social media. Um, I do advertising with The Knot and Wedding Wire um, or whatever way they find me and they communicate. Sometimes they don't talk to me at all and they just order directly from my website. Um, and then I make the pieces myself, put everything together, ship, do all the behind the scenes, everything. Um, and that's mainly how I'm working now. But of course, I'm still tweaking everything as I go. Um, what would you consider to be what I like to call your secret sauce, which could be for yourself individually or the business or a combination of both? But what do you feel kind of sets you apart and makes you unique? Um, well, at least in the industry, I, I mean, I know I'm not the only one, but I think that I have leverage because my flowers are artificial and some clients or like um, planners and things, there is kind of a stigma against artificial flowers because before they were kind of the only ones that were available were like very blatantly artificial, like super vi vibrant, like neon colors, plasticky that you think of. But now like they, you can get flowers that look so realistic. And I also incorporate some dried professionally preserved flowers in my arrangements too. And I think that just because you can really, there's a lot of DIYing with weddings. And of course, if you can afford to pay a florist and like create the perfect scene for you and like spend thousands of dollars like that's amazing but not everyone can do that and the artificial flowers is really like a leg up because you you they're so manageable like you can have them in you know a year before your wedding date if you want and like know exactly how your decor is going to be or if you're setting up your wedding yourself you don't have to worry about the flowers wilting in the sun or getting bruised in transport 
Um, and then also there's the fact that you can keep the flowers after forever. They are made of plastic or like just synthetic materials, but they're not made to die. So, you know, they're sustainable because you can reuse them, repurpose, or even sell them after the wedding. So I think that's just like, just the fact that like my, my materials are sort arguably sustainable and they just create so much more manageability for the clients that it gives me like a leg up. And I, and I mean, I'm a little biased, but I think my arrangements are really great. So, and they look realistic. So I'd say that's my kind of secret sauce, I guess. Truly yeah. appreciate that. Yeah, and um, I wanted to uh, switch gears a little bit. And I want to ask you for okay. what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? I feel like I have a lot of things that I do as a business owner, but the one thing that I, and it seems um, backwards with like technology, but I still use a planner that I write in <laughs> and I use my to-do list and I have, I've done a lot of different planners, but I do like um, that aspect of like every day writing down what things that I need to get done because it, when you are doing everything yourself, you have so many different softwares that you're using. You're worried about posting on all the social media, like anything that you're trying to market or it kind of like brings it together. And like, of course you can organize like what you need to do that's urgent um, on top of the things that I have to make for clients responding to emails. Like I can get very easily wrapped up in, you know, getting 10 emails in a day and one email it might take me 30 minutes to a half an hour or 30 minutes to an hour to respond to just because it's so detailed with all the like, oh, I like these kind of flowers and can you make this kind of arrangement? And it, it just takes a long time that I could sit there and answer emails. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, my day is like half over and I still have all of these things to do. So sitting there writing all these things out. Um, and then I also really like to use Trello, um, which is like kind of like an online um, organizer for like lists. Um, but it's way more complex and you can integrate it with lots of different things. But I kind of use the planner and Trello together. And I feel like that's been a really great um, like funnel for me to stay on track. Although of course there's always room for improvements, but um, I think that's probably my, what I, I would have, yeah, <laughs> the planner. I like it, even though technology, like my husband doesn't understand. He's like, why there's Google calendar. And I'm like, I know, but I just have to write it and make it look nice. And just the act of writing it. I like it. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. And so um, I want to ask you now for what I call a CEO nugget. So this could be a word of wisdom or piece of advice. It might be something if you were to hop into a time machine, you would tell your younger business self. Hmm. Um, I would probably say <clears throat> that I think one of the smart things that I did was sort of just like jump in head first, because I think that the slower that I went into it, that I wouldn't have gotten as far as I am today. However, I have a, an tendency, a tendency to be kind of impulsive. And there's a lot of now, especially with social media and like influencers and people doing like online business services. Um, I purchased one and this person who sells their um, services online is like a great, she has a great platform, but it just wasn't what I needed. Like I was trying to be a product-based business and I didn't really understand what she was offering and she was, what the business was, was trying to teach you how to sell 
your services online. And I paid like $2,000 for this course that I did not need at all. So I would say if to my old self was like, maybe don't read into like, you want to do your research. And there's so much online that is available that is free. Like even one of the biggest things that service-based businesses do is they um, hold free webinars that are like, usually like an hour long. Um, And the first half hour, they just kind of like fill it with fluff about like how they got started and how awesome they are and da 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 and the things they have to offer. And like the last half hour, they usually have a lot of good like wisdom um, nuggets on topic <laughs> um, to give you that you can like take away from it. And whether or not you buy their product, you are you're kind of getting their services for free, and you can watch a bunch of different um, videos to learn that I guess rather than jumping in and paying you know thousands of dollars for something you might not need like I did. <laughs> so I'd probably say that, do your research and um, use a lot of the free resources that are available online now, like YouTube and um, anywhere. There's lots of um, businesses that provide services online and a lot of it is free. Awesome. And so I wanted to ask you now my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. We're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on this show. So Alyssa, what does being a CEO mean to you? Mm, I would say it means having control over my life and um, providing a service that I think that clients will benefit from. And in my situation, it's mostly wedding clients, Um, but just the ability to step away from my um, initial career to start something on my own and like bring out my artistic ability that I've always had, but I never really found my niche until I fell into the floral business. It's like being a CEO is just like honing in on that and, you know, hopefully thriving. And I'm still part-time in my, um, in my career, but I hope that going down this path, I can be full-time and make it everything. (laughs) So, yeah, I love that definition. I I definitely appreciate that. And and being able to kind of lean into that, you know, on a a regular basis and make that impact. That's why I love that what you said, you know, before about sometimes, like, especially for like the weddings, you can lose sight of like why you're doing what you're doing, but you know, about the couple, about sharing that experience and making sure that they have, you know, some really, you know, phenomenal um, keepsakes, you know, for them to have as well too. And I think when you're able to kind of lean into, this is my gift, this is what I have to provide the world. And at the same time, you're able to help serve people. That's a really great, you know, place to be. So I appreciate that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like you said it so much better. <laughs> yeah, I agree. No, you, you said it perfectly fine. I, you hit the nail on the head. So uh, Melissa, truly appreciate that definition. And I appreciate your time even more. So what I wanted to do is just pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional that you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best they can get a hold of you and find out about all the awesome things that you're working on. Um, well, you can find me at roguepedalco.com. Um, also social media Instagram, it's at Rogue Pedal Co. Um, Facebook backslash Rogue Pedal Co. Um, I'm also on Pinterest where I get a lot of my ideas from and I pin like crazy and I have a lot of um, Rogue Pedal Co. inspiration as well as things from my website and style shoots on there that you can see. Um, but you can reach out if you're interested in getting a floral arrangement or even like a custom keepsake if you've been married already, but you want something that you can hang in your home that's 
like a little bit intriguing, um, whether it be a, a photography piece um, or a artificial flower art piece, um, we do those as well. Um, but yeah, get in touch and let's make you something pretty. Yeah, absolutely. And we will have the links and information in the show notes, but definitely appreciate, you know, all the awesome work that you're doing and how you're using your, your talents and your gifts to help out so many, you know, people in the, in the families and all the awesome things that you're doing. So thank you so much for, the, for your time again today. And I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by CB Nation and Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Don't forget to schedule your complimentary digital marketing consultation at blue16media.com. This has been the I am CEO podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.